Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And DeAndre picks up three fouls in the first half, and 100%. they lose because he's never on the court. But for I, everything yeah. you just laid out, that's why I think it's even more, you know, if you can get to seven and mm-hmm. you don't have high-level Kendrick and high-level DeAndre Williams playing a one seed in the second yeah. round, you got a lot better chance no, to do damage. if you have him going against, like, Tennessee or something in the second round, you know, a team like that. Yeah, that stalls that, out offensively for five, six minutes at a know, time. And, I mean, you look at just college basketball in general, like the top ten, like, there, it's wide open. It's like there's not a dominant team. There's no Gonzaga from last year, even though they lost in the Sweet 16. Like, there's no team like that mm-hmm. that feels like it is, you know, overwhelmingly good. I mean, like, the Gonzaga closest beat, thing is yeah. Alabama, maybe, and you played them to three points on the road. Yeah, Alabama does not scare me at all. I mean, as long as you're disciplined defensively, you should be able to stay you know, in like, that game. Like, Tennessee, Houston. I mean, Houston's good. Like, I think they could beat Memphis both times, but I don't think they're, mm-hmm. you know— they could be a Final Four team. No, I, I could also see them losing in the second round. I was looking at it yesterday because I was like trying to figure out. I got a free bet in one of the apps, and I was like going to throw it on a, you know, tournament future. UCLA is my team. UCLA feels like they should, but they never do. So it's like you know, they went to the Final Four a couple years ago. Yeah, finals a couple years ago. They got Campbell, Juzang. They got a lot of experience on. They got the same dynamic as Memphis. They got yeah. like a you know, well, they have a little bit more talent than Memphis. Yeah. But. Probably a little more surrounding talent. Yeah, you're right. Um, I mean, Arizona, I like, but defensively, I think they could uh, they could get jammed up. Mm-hmm. You know, I think like they, they could they could have an issue. Like Tennessee is a team that I think Arizona would struggle with. I, I truly believe yeah. that. Um, I just think Tennessee's going to Tennessee could make a run far. They've they're good enough, but like it just feels like just like an SEC play. One of these games, their offense is going to end up kicking the you know killing them. You know, like and they're going to end up in a game like they're a team that I could see. You know, like, they can lose a two fifteen game because their offense is so bad. They could also go to the Final Four because their defense is so good. Yeah, they've been um, stinking it up lately. Ever yeah. since beating Texas, they've been stinking What's it up. What's the number with Alabama? Lost play, three or four. Uh, Tennessee is favored tonight by three. There's a reason for that. Like, I know they're at home, but folks know the deal. I yeah. mean, <laughs> you know, the, the – Who are they playing? They, Alabama. 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 Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knoxville tonight. Yeah. Alabama, are they number one? Yes. Mm-hmm. They're number one in the country. The number right one now. team in the country is 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 an underdog at Tennessee, which is a team that's lost three or four. Right. So that interesting. That tells you a lot, does mm-hmm. it not? Yeah. I mean, again, you're following the money here, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's a. Well, Bama's young. That's like their one. Bama's kind of thing. Young, They're young. And they rely on that three pointer. Like they don't have anyone who's ever been. They don't have many guys who have played in the NCAA tournament, and it's just. If you've cover even covering an NCAA tournament, you can just feel it. It's different. It's just different on the court than a normal college basketball game, yeah. and it takes a certain breed to really excel in it. And it's you know that's just the reality. It opened at minus one and a half, and now it's all the way up some spots to three and a half. Mm. So shady. I mean, sketchy. This it's, is it's, that, that screams Bet Bama again. No, it's not. It screams Bet Tennessee. I know, but I, that's. 
everyone thinks tennis. Oh, it, right. You're gonna the, the average person gonna say, oh, the number one team in the country is a three point underdog, three and a half point underdog to stinky Tennessee. Yeah. But again, you got to follow that stink. Mm. You got to make that. It's an uncomfortable well, bet it's the, to make. It's the their do. It's the their do theory. Yeah, they've lost a bunch. They're a good team. But you're not even you're not even buying low. I mean, it's actually a pretty expensive price on Tennessee, given how bad they've played. I don't want to yeah. lay three and a half with Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. Why do I want to do that? No, because more than likely the scenario they win is like a sick game in the si- like that. That game is going to be all about if it's in played in the seventies or. Or above, Bama's winning that game. Yep. If it's seventy, uh, totally agree. If it's 50-60s, Tennessee's gonna, you know, got a good shot at winning that game. Yeah, and that's why it's not going to be. You know, mm-hmm. it's going to be an ugly, sloppy game um, that ultimately I think Tennessee is going to win. So um, it will be a short stay at 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 the top spot. And so that's be, how it's been all year. Would it be Houston number number one? What's I don't Houston's know. number two right now? Yes. Maybe, yeah. But they, but see, here's the thing: you don't you see them Sunday, so they would not be the number one team in the country. They'd, be, they'd still be number two. They'd be, they would be moving into number be pl- one. Would they win? They might be playing for number one. Right. That's on that's Sunday. pretty. Like if you're a Memphis fan, that's juicy. You well, want you want playing, Bama to win tonight. If Memphis beats UCF, they'll be playing for a ranking in that game too. They'll get ranked if they upset. If they win, if they beat UCF and then they go and upset Houston on the road, that's Memphis true. will be ranked. Yeah, they'll be they'll, well. they'll, they'll be they'll, playing. It's gonna be a high stakes game, but I still I'm I cannot emphasize enough. It is. Far more important to win tomorrow night, in my mind, than Sunday against Houston. Far more important. Yeah. Uh, he is Mark Gianato. Catch him on Gianato and Jeffrey, 2-4. to WeGamecommercialAppeal.com. Thanks, brother. No problem. Thank you. We'll come back with the rundown. We'll get into that Bama-Tennessee matchup uh, with the rest of college basketball. Stick around. Jason and John, I just trying to find ESPN. It's Brad Carson here in studio for our friends at the Betley Sportsbook. B-E-T-L-Y, the Betley Sportsbook, is, is on your phone, and you can download it right now through the App Store in Tennessee. It's the first one that was legal in the state of Arkansas for our friends at Southland uh, Gaming. It's the sportsbook I now exclusively use. It's the Betley Sportsbook, B-E-T-L-Y, with great tech, fast payouts, easy, simple, local in both states. So You can do business in Jonesboro or Little Rock or West Memphis or Marion, and then come on over the bridge, and you're now legal in Tennessee to use the Betley Sportsbook, B-E-T-L-Y. Thing I like about the Betley Sportsbook is the promotions tab. If you go to the promotions tab today, you get a, a boost there, and there's all sorts of boosts that they post there in the promotions tab, including a boost on tonight's Grizzlies Utah Jazz game. Um, it was the Jaw points over and a six and a half point spread. That thing has climbed to an eight and a half uh, point spread. Uh, if you want to take that bet and uh, do the bet and the boost, you can do it in the Betley Sportsbook app. Just go to the promotions tab. So check out Betley and download it today in Tennessee or Arkansas. Must be 21 or older and located in one of those two states to bet using the Betley Sportsbook. Play responsibly for help quitting. Call 800-522-4700, the Betley Sportsbook. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, it's The Rundown, presented by Trippet Insurance. Trippet Insurance at 6462 Stage Road in Bartlett. Depend on your local insurance agent. Trippet Insurance at 901-365-1472. Online at trippetagency.com. The Rundown, with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. Memphis Grizzlies back at it tonight down at FedEx Forum. Last game before the All-Star break. Sounds like they all want a break. Uh, fact is, John Moran and Jaron Jackson will be working. Uh, kind of. They'll be playing the All-Star game, obviously, this weekend. But it sounds like most of those guys about ready for a break. Mark Giannato was down there at the shoot-around. Sounds like they're about ready to call it a first half, if, you still, if we still call it that. You are, after all, what, 56 games into the season. This, to me, has the same feel as the Minnesota game. I mentioned it. Must win, especially these kinds of teams. Utah knocked you off a couple of times. Remember, you were out there for that back-to-back earlier this year. You were a different team then. Uh, you're a different team now in the sense that Steven Adams is still not available and won't be. Hopefully, he's back shortly after you return from the All-Star break. Um, but that said, you're down 2-1 in this series. You won the last one. You should take care of business again against a Utah team that's battling for a play-in spot. You want to keep the number two. You got to beat teams like this. The same thing, Minnesota. They had you down in that regular season series. You know how can you call yourself one of the better teams in the West if you end up, you know, losing these season series one-three? They took care of business against Minnesota. I expect the same tonight. John's talked about a lot of reasons to believe they won't cover the eight and a half. Uh, I'm going with, hey, just take care of business. Hopefully the game's not close in the fourth quarter. That said, we've seen two things. Uh, teams, including Boston, go off from three. That can kill you, certainly. Grizzlies defense has been lacking at times in that area. And also just how teams can beat you up inside right now, especially getting second and third chances without Steven Adams in there. So is there are there ways for the Jazz to keep it close? Absolutely. That said, I'm of the mindset the Grizzlies will look at this as a must-win, take care of business early. Hopefully even you're sitting some of those guys like Jaron, like Ja, you know, by that fourth quarter, uh, getting them ready to head up, put, on, put them on a plane, head them out to Salt Lake City. So Grizzlies tonight, that's a 7 p.m. tip again. Last I looked, that line was at 8.5. Grizzlies are favored. We know Steven Adams is out. You can hear the pregame right here on 92.9 FM ESPN at 6.30. The... Eric Hasselton, the great Eric Hasselton, will have the call at 7 o'clock. Here's one more thing. I know we were talking about how tough the, the Grizzlies' schedule gets right after the All-Star break, and it does. Like, there, there's a bunch of losable games in there. But in terms of the second half of the season, and for those that are, you know, this is probably news you would use for those that are believing the Grizzlies can really hold on to the, the two-seat, it's the, it's the 24th toughest schedule the rest of the way. There's only six teams beneath you that have – you know, uh, 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 teams that have easier schedules for you the rest of the way. Now, all that's based on winning percentage of the other teams. But keep in mind, you, you still got three with Houston. You got a Spurs on there. You got Orlando, Chicago by the end of the year. There's some soft still in there, you know, in the middle of 
some tough stretches coming right out of the All-Star break and maybe there at the end. So for those that are very confident about the Grizzlies holding on the two seed, there's a lot of reasons to believe they can. Uh, that said, you better get Steven Adams back pretty soon. Next story. All right. Uh, I actually was going to go Alabama-Tennessee here, but I wanted to uh, maybe talk this through to understand the news for Memphis basketball. Um, they are starting tomorrow. They are, if you're a student at the games, you will have to show your student ID and receive a wristband to access the lower level of FedEx Forum. So <clears throat> I guess that means you can now, because usually what, where you would sit is in that, I don't know, you wouldn't call it a corner. It's like baseline, right? It's like right behind the, uh, right behind the basket there on the, you know, if you're just looking at the court with the, you know, Tiger logo facing the way it should, it's to your left there. But now you're going to have to show your student ID and get a wristband to access the lower level of FedEx Forum. And, and, and students seem to, to like this. Is, it, is that because it's a better seat? You know, some people maybe were pushing for this because those seats looked the the student section had been empty or emptier. Like I'm just trying to understand, you know, the move because there are some people who who are complaining that oh, I was going to bring. I guess previously what used to happen is you could bring us a, a guest with you, if as long as you had the ID mm-hmm. and you could get you could get a student in for maybe five bucks or something like that. But now that's going to change. You have to have a student ID to access the lower level and the better seating of FedEx Forum. So. For a program that is already struggling with attendance, you know, is this like what do you think the logic is behind this? I have no idea. It, it's not student seating that concerns me. It's act, it's it's the butts and seats and the actual turnstile count. Um, I, I don't. I, I'm not getting enough details here to give you a take well, on what. My, my understanding. Weren't you sitting? If you were a student, you could sit in that student section. That's part of the lower bowl anyway. So, so what are we talking about here? They've now changed that access yeah. to where you got to show a wristband. So who cares? Now you got to show a wristband. Yeah, like and you go down and you sit behind the goal. Man, I, I must be missing something. Is it that they can be in all parts of the students can now sit in whatever's open? Well, again, if there's an open seat. Again, to me, it's that like, would be a different conversation. I feel like. Well, like maybe this it, just feels like logistics for students. Well, individual students, but if I'm a if I'm a student. On average, am I bringing somebody to the game? A friend of mine that might not go to Memphis, maybe. Like I've, like I know people who have done that. You know, on average, don't you just go down with another student? Well, perhaps. Okay, but, that's on average. Well, I don't, I don't. It's it's a good question. I don't know. Like how many people bring, you know, friends with them that are not students. I would guess that if I'm the University of Memphis, I would want as many of those people as possible. People who don't aren't necessarily students, but students that are bringing friends from other places that don't go to Memphis. Well, that gets tough in that limited student section. If well, you're right. telling me you're opening all that up, well, it's a different conversation. They're opening it up only for students, though. They're not opening it up for guests of students. That's the it, that's the rub here. It's like previously you could have you could you you know you could sit you know with a guest in that in that. Um, if it's taking up spots that students basically that are being filled up that students want, those should be available for them. You should only have one then. If you have the proper level of demand, if you don't, well, then bringing a friend is fine. It feels, like they're, it feels like they're trying to fill out to make the lower bowl look more full. Is that Could that be what it is? Again, that's, that's what I brought up to you, John. If you're talking about a section outside of just behind the glass, just mm-hmm. behind the backboard. Which the camera can't a, see. That's a different conversation. If they're trying to get students all over that place, then I think we're talking about the attendance thing. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm not being able to draw that from, from, from what you've given me. What, did they put out a release? Memphis put yeah, out, they just kind of announced it. sounds like it's still. 
They just announced it, and I and I and I and I saw it, and I meant to, and it, it came out after what, the show. Well, give yesterday. us the first graph of it. Maybe it's a little bit more clear. Is it is it four right behind the glass I, I, or I, not? I just don't appreciate how you are. Uh, you're a legend that I'm not bringing this up uh, clearly here. I'm doing the very best I can, man. I don't want. I just want you to read from the press release. There is no press release. There was a Twitter announcement. It okay. says, "U of Memphis students." Starting at Thursday's Memphis men's basketball game, you will need to show your student ID and receive a wristband to access the lower level of FedEx form. So that is, uh, that is, the the table will be located outside the curtain to 101 and 118. Student guest tickets will be in 201 and 202. So, uh, oh, I, I guess, I guess they're sending people up to the terrace level now. The guests are sitting in the terrace level. Is that what that sounds like to you? I don't. I don't know. I thought they were having trouble with their student section as it is, and right. now you're 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 restricting access in any way. Maybe is is it because now they want if you're not a student, we're going to fill those up. I guess maybe that's what it is. It has to be. Otherwise, this seems they're irrelevant. Gonna, they're going to sell them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because I guess I guess maybe you save. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Because know. the issue has been it's not full. Right. Now you're restricting access. You want to you want to fill them. If but, they're not coming, I mean that's okay, what so, I'm drawing from. Well, so so okay, why would I go then if I'm the guest? I don't know how many. So now it's becoming clear, you cannot be a guest of a student and sit in in the quote unquote student section now. That's what you have to go up to 201 or 202, which is the terrace level. Okay, why would I go? Why the hell would I go if I'm a guest? I would, I'm not gonna go sit in the terrace level by damn self. All right. So I'm gonna go with my friend. Again, I get changing the rule if the demand from students is so high it's that clearly now it's not. But it's not. It's clearly not. Right. But but they think they can sell them. It's gotta I be mean, it. th- th- this has been a long-standing well, issue. They need to sell them. Yeah, even going back to R.C. Johnson, and that was what that was one of the ways that I sort of made my arrival on the scene was I wrote this big piece about how, and I don't remember the details, man. It's been so long about how the student section was just terrible. And how RC wanted to do away with like fifty percent of them or something like that, and it kind of sounds like that's what they've done here. Um, I understand the frustration, you know. Penny Penny kind of came in, and and was all about it, you know, when he got the job. But it, it kind of feels like he's conceded. <laughs> you know, you don't really hear him talk about, "Hey, students, we need you at the game." These are challenges that a downtown campus is going to create. Or excuse me, a downtown uh, arena is going to create its challenges that a commuter school is going to create, and uh, th- I, I don't. This is not going to make it matter, but the, maybe they're just punting on it. They're just saying, "Hey, we're not going to get students down here. We're not going to fill this thing up, so we might as well just sell what we have. Sell, sell the rest. Which, if they can, they should. You know, if students are taking advantage of it, so." There's a there's a larger con and I I touched on it with Brad, but there's a larger conversation to be had about whether they should even be in the same building as the Grizzlies at this point. Because is the program ever going to be back to a point where you are banking on eighteen thousand? You're selling, hey, come and play in front of eighteen thousand. You're far removed from that at this point, and you can't put that on Tubby Smith because it was happening beforehand. Mm-hmm. Josh Tubby, it, it's you're not the same mm-hmm. as you were when you could bank on that, and when you were making the deal with the with with FedEx Forum. Now they need you too because they've got dates right, and because they've got two of y'all in there, it it gives them an extra whole season of dates and everything else. But at this point, when you're when you're threatening to not even be putting six thousand people on average butts and seats, and not going to get a payment whatsoever from the Grizzlies, 
you just made the point. You're a school that's in the middle of East Memphis. Most folks would still, maybe some don't anymore with the suburbs, but you're out there on Highland. The place is downtown. No students are coming. The obvious answer is to build yourself an on-campus. But I'm just saying, can this partnership continue in a way where you could expect in a building that big, right, to to put something in there that's, what what the, the easy answer is, ch- we'll change up the lease, mm-hmm. right, because that's, throw your leverage around. FedEx Forum needs you too. But you got to be at a better deal or something because here's the thing. You ain't putting fifteen to 18000 in there like you used to. And it's coming back to hurt you because you're getting nothing from this deal, essentially from that end-of-the-year payout that now you're threatening to not even get. Mm-hmm. You do two years of this, they can terminate the lease. But my point is I don't know, John, that it's ever, oh, Penny can recruit a number one club. We've seen that. Oh, Penny can win at a high level. Heck, they, they took Gonzaga. You know, to the to the wire there first half. Yeah, that you know, the, there's been excitement. You've seen draft picks. You've seen lottery guys, and the thing keeps going down. Again, you can't put that at the feet of Penny. This is a larger issue about whether or not the brand will ever be the same. Whether you could sell it like you used to in terms of playing in an NBA arena, like the easy fix. Oh yeah, just go build an on campus. Then you control everything. You know what I'm saying? Then you're not so dependent on getting this payout and everything else and sharing with the Grizzlies, but. Yeah, it's they're in a real tough spot, bro. Yeah, no, I mean, real tough with attendance. Yeah, no, I, 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 I agree with you that it's you know you're not gonna get back to eighteen thousand. I mean, that was really a how many years were they eighteen thousand? I mean, four, five in their whole history. I mean, even I'm just saying, average turnstile count was never that, but that, but, but that was. That was what you sold. Is that every night it's going to be eighteen thousand? You don't think it was that under Cal? Average turnstile count, like actual butts and seats. It was I don't sixteen thousand. I, I mean, I, I have no idea. It was in the teens, though. Clearly, I mean, they were, outdra- well, they were outdrawing I mean, the Grizzlies in those lean years. But there, there's a huge difference between announced and then what's actually sure. we've seen it. Sure, sure. I mean, sure. it was literally more than double they announced last year, thirteen, and it's only sixty four hundred. Yeah, no, it's, actual butts and seats. Well, it is. So a, it is a big problem. It'd be, it'd be great if you could just do this simply and break off. But the thing is, and here's the hope for them, I guess, because, again, you've got this building down there that's about to be renovated, right? What are we talking about, $400, $500 million? Who knows how, how long? Hopefully that the renovations lead itself to a good enough experience that that people helps just bring, that. bring people down I, for the will. Tigers. It will. I think it will. Because I don't think you're at a point where you could just depend on winning and all that or, or consecutive runs to an NCAA tournament. Mm. It is not the same as it was when you signed that – you know, lease at one point in your brands. As it was. Breaking, you know, up, you know, pulsating through the rafters, people trying to get down there to see you. Yeah, no, look, I mean, what was what did the Mid-South Coliseum sit? 10,000? 11. I okay. Think. 10, and, 10 something. And what about the uh, Pyramid? It was like it was like eighteen, nineteen, wasn't it? It was something crazy. But it was too big, though, right? I mean, it was too big for the Tigers. Tomb of Doom. I mean, did, was they were they selling out? Uh, I don't. You, yeah, I'm sure you had some sellouts. They were only there for a short amount of time, though, in the grand scheme, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Ten years. What was it 04, 05? Yeah, the uh, form open somewhere around yeah. there. 04. When did they stop playing in the Mid South Coliseum? Ninety uh, one. So you were only there for you know thirteen years. <clears throat> so I don't know. Yeah, I mean it's a real it's a real conundrum. If you could have your own, you'd think in the in the in the long term, yeah. that's more beneficial for you well, this is as the, a school, as yes. an enti- your own entity. They're so dependent. Well, here's the here's on the problem, Grizzlies. man. Like it is, it is, it is, it is. You can't. And, and it's one thing when you're outdrawing them, right? That you can be dependent and use their building. It's another thing when it's, you know, gone to where it's gone. It's it's a it's a chicken and the egg thing. But you know, Memphis is not a 
school where people live on campus. It's just not, and it's probably never going to be. So there's just not this, there's not this connective tissue uh, between student and university like there is, you know, in the Big Ten, in the, you know, in the SEC. Like, so it's like, do I want to go downtown uh, on a Thursday night to watch Memphis play UCF and park or and worry about all that? No. But I tell you what, forget that soccer stadium. That's got, that's, uh, yeah. $53 million for a soccer stadium. Them folks might be gone in three, four, five years. See, the, 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 they're looking the, for I, an architect. I, 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 you I, I, saw that story? Oh, they can keep looking. I mean. I mean, what you, you use that space. You build up what you had, and then you got your own place, you know. Uh, you have to get it. I guess you get it, get some kind of deal. Get it get it back from the city where it's yours. But yeah, because uh, I uh, in terms of on campus, I don't know where on the campus. And that's where look, we've seen it rock. That's, and you build just a nice little twelve thousand. Yeah, you, you know do, you couldn't do see, it. For, you couldn't do it for fifty million. What, what if that? Oh no no no! You're gonna have to go. But but what's more important to this city? What would be more beneficial? The Tigers having their own facility for basketball can you and con- being able to separate. Can you convert or a freaking soccer stadium? Can you convert it? I'm to sure a, they're gonna the the soccer stadium court. Can you like go between the the two? Do what? I think it's open air. What are you talking about? I don't. I don't know. I didn't yeah, know it was open I air. Thought, yeah, the renderings. I thought the well, soccer stadium is open air. Dome it. Now that then you're going way above. But my well, the point is that it would be worth it for Memphis to go way above, get control of that, look, take man. it back, because you ain't never going to be putting Amen. fifteen to eighteen in there John, again in FedEx. Jason form. is is on it's, point. It's way bigger picture that nobody wants. This is this little thing what they got with the tenants. Nobody we wants have to talk about it. We've around this on the radio station but for a I, week I, now, I don't and he's one hundred percent right. I don't know how you fix it. Without now you put you well, make it at a basketball stadium that seats ten thousand over there where they want to put a soccer stadium well, in and, and be they, done with it and aren't they trying to do like uh, host AAU stuff now and everything? well they they got all that in the in the in the in the Liberty in, Park in the yeah what's the name of that facility Brad uh, they're doing that in there yeah it's across can the, the Tigers play there the Coliseum what they sit in there you can put three. It fits three on that one end. If you like, at least three. Well, we're, the, not, we're not in that bad of shape. Can the Tigers play in the new bas- the, that basketball facility that's for AAU and yeah. all that? No. If it's three thousand, we can't. They do, that. They do no. a special thing where they make one seating but arrangement. You, there actually used to be a little place not far from it where they played and filled that <laughs> thing up every night. Yeah, it right. was rocking. Jason is on it. That's where we were. Cal right. took you to a place you're probably never going to get back to. People have been dreaming like it's supposed to right. just get back. Well, you had the initial intoxication, the buzz with Josh, and then that fade that faded after two or three years. Um, but but uh, I guess soccer stadium more important. Right? Well, what which would be more? That soccer team gonna be gone. You you and I both know in the next five to ten years. Yeah, no, we'll I, be looking for other things to put in there when we could have a basketball arena again that Memphis can that the Tigers control. Jason That's is what, on point. No, I mean, I, I don't think there's any argument. I mean, I don't think there's any argument about. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and, and defend. First person Memphis's. to say this on, on the station, by the way. First person. Nobody well, has said this. You're, you're you're a brave man, Jason. No, it, I, no it's not. I that. was it's uncomfortable not, even not, bringing not, it up. Brad, this is not landing on the moon, but it is common sense that has not been applied to what's a, an issue. We just don't, you know, we ha- we have uh, things that are more of a priority right now, and that's it, uh, yeah. in the city. We do. Yeah. But again, I would ask you in terms of long term benefit. What's going to help you more, this city, that university, the soccer team, than that? Now, let me ask you this. Do the Grizzlies need the Tigers in that building? I would tell you they do because of all those dates. That's why they got as much control as they do. Right. Is because they've got their full lineup of two seasons of Grizzlies and 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 Tigers. And what they do is— Well, at the least, you get a better 
you got leverage in that in that lease agreement with them. You got to get a better deal. At the least. Tigers have the leverage. Yes, the Tigers have the leverage. Yeah, right because now. I but, mean, you're t- you're cutting you're cutting people's pay in half, right? Because you're you I now, mean, all now those I all those that. workers now and I everything. Say that. Like now, I, I say that, but FedEx Forum could also wex and those guys go. All right, show us the other place you got to go, because we know y'all's deal. You don't have the money to build this thing. There ain't boosters. You know what I'm saying? How much can the city help you? I mean, politically, like, are you really trying to bend the Tigers over a barrel like that, though? I mean, that would seem well, to be— because you need them in that building. Right. I would not advise trying to bend the Tigers over a barrel. I mean, I think we well, all kind of need to— How much longer are the Tigers going to continue to get put over that barrel, the deal they by the Grizzlies? Well, no, look— Because the, the, you're the a deal, different program uh, now. 100%. Was one thing. 100%. The deal has to be renegotiated because that deal was struck in the at the height— of the Tigers basketball program, which it's on, it's never going to get back to as we established. It's been it's long overdue for a renegotiation, and it can be less money. That's fine. I'm not saying it has to be um, you know the same money or more money, but let's let's sort of let, let's recalibrate the expectations. But that doesn't fix your thing about getting downtown and going to see Memphis versus Rice on a Tuesday night or whatever it is. No, but at least you know they'll be able. To, we like every year we like, do this. At least you'd have your students there every on year campus, we do this. and you got. What if you replaced it with the hustle? That is not going to fix a damn thing. I mean, it at least puts dates and and it puts two thousand or a thousand in there at least. It I opens know, the door. I, I don't know if you've seen the attendance at hustle games. It ain't a thousand. It's more like a hundred. Yeah, it's in it's in South Haven though. Yeah, I mean that's true. I think the University of Memphis should be looking out for itself because things have changed. In terms I mean, they, of- they 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 could. I mean, look theoretically, I guess they could. There's nothing that precludes them from putting the hustle in FedEx Forum, right? I mean, you could replace oh, those, yeah, you keep those balling Tiger the same states. Facility. It makes a lot of yeah, sense. Yeah, I guess that. So you, you go all in one, and yeah. then you package it as part of your Grizzlies ticket deal. Uh, it's even easier to do that. It's a it's a if small I'm, carrot. If I'm on the FedEx Forum side, though, I'm saying, all right, you go show me this yeah. new place that y'all are gonna go. Like they still got that. But I, I would be honest, if I'm a Grizzlies season, t- season ticket holder, and they say, hey, you're getting Memphis Hustle tickets included, I will never go to a single date. I mean, it's irrelevant. I I mean, have- but they wouldn't be doing it for attendance. Right, they would just be doing it's a door it. opener. It's it's simply just a way to pay some people to come and do concessions and and uh, and and just have That's the development, exactly right. you know, team there. That's how much would we we need fifty three million right for the soccer stadium? Yeah, how much would we need for eleven thousand? Right, let's go twelve twelve thousand seat basketball arena. Two hundred million. I, I would guess that. Yep. Two hundred million. Kind of what I was going to come to. Yep. So we can't get Bill Laurie and all them to. At the city throwing pitching a little Couldn't bit. Couldn't you put fifty million into the Coliseum and make it new? It's going to cost ten no, million to tear it, it down. It was ten to tear it down. That the, the, the numbers on all that was yeah. Okay, crazy. so it's ten to tear it down. What about to put fifty into it to to make it newish? I don't think that would get it done because I think you know they would probably do that. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Um, Take it back home. But I, I, I yeah I I I I fundamentally and and a hundred percent do agree that. Like the days of Memphis having eighteen thousand strong, I mean, when we when we saw the numbers come back from last season, that should have been the that should have been the end of it. Because I was in the building for Houston, I was in the building for Alabama, and none of them were above ten thousand. And it felt like there were they, they was like I don't I don't I didn't think it didn't feel like it was sold out, but it felt like there were thirteen we're, to fifteen. I, we were in shocked there. by the thing that it yeah. wasn't over ten thousand. Yeah. it felt like it was certainly over that. Yeah, yeah. I saw A and M felt like about five. Yeah. I haven't been Texas A and M. I haven't been to a well. I mean, A and M is not some program that's going to. We're talking about a ranked Alabama team and a and a friggin' Houston conference rival, you know. And it was again good crowds. 
twelve thousand is a great freaking crowd for a basketball game. But, but, but they weren't going to get up that crazy numbers for years, and now you're putting up what what everybody else does. That's the difference. <clears throat> yeah, in a, in an NBA arena, you know. And I don't, I don't, I, I there is no benefit for the Tigers playing in FedEx Forum. I know they say they're playing in the NBA uh, arena and all that, but. It, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They play in the NBA. Who cares? It, it, it mattered when you could put seventeen to eighteen in there on a right. pretty regular basis. Right. And you can't do that anymore. It's like that's you, what I'm saying. You don't like okay. You take a kid. So Nas Cunningham comes in this weekend. Who, by the way, I hear Memphis like is probably getting. They so, better. They yeah. what'd you get Mormon for? Yeah. Well, he also is Tyler Johnson's guy. So, well, is he still coming though? I thought he's not technically signed. I heard some academic issues are going on oh. there, but that it's oh. not the end of the world. So that oh, okay. seems like it's still on track. Can you just let the man get his homework done before you try to try to put all this pressure on him, bro? He's got some finals coming up, bro. You trying to put all this pressure on him? Tyler. Yeah. Right. He for after Mikey, right? Yeah. What you mean? After Mikey. He's redshirting. You better believe it. Just like I said, for after Mikey. So you talking about a couple years school, from now, bro? He might be on a prep school. I didn't. I didn't. Br- Andy Borman to get Tyler two years from now. No, Andy Borman. Let's get Nas Cunningham. Well, okay. That, that's the point. You're yeah, making you, it- you, you selfish man. You greedy no, as hell. I say the same thing. Said the same thing about Mike. I applied to Borman. See, yeah. that's the thing. I never changed. Right. You changed. You want to change? Go. Well, here's the thing. So you bring Nas Cunningham in. And he goes to the forum, oh, great, like it's where the Grizzlies play. What the hell does that have to do with Nas Cunningham? That's not where he works out. That's not where he practices. It's where he plays twice a week, maybe if they have a homestand. The most impressive thing to Nas Cunningham is really going to be that indoor pra- that facility that they've built. And it's going to be Penny's reputation with developing guys to get to the next level. I don't think there is a damn kid in the world who has ever made his decision based on where he's going to play his basketball games. I mean, Butler plays in like a damn uh, – you know, I know it, it's it's impressive and all that with the glass and stuff. Eagle Fieldhouse. It's like the East Gym, bro, at White Station. Who cares? It doesn't matter. It's like these Big Ten programs, whatever. Marquette plays in the NBA uh, uh, arena, I'm pretty sure. What has it ever done for them? It's just too big. Hey, if you took away some Tiger dates, would that would that change how the forum deals with some of the concert dates and what it's able to – would they have to lower some of the – you know what? In terms of we don't get some of the big ones and they pass I'm on sure or whatever. They would. Else. I'm sure would they'd it, have to, yeah, it, go after more concerts because yeah, they yeah. would have more dates. And and, and, and so like, give give those go, those artists right what 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 they're not getting right now to right. get more in there. It would actually help that issue too if Tigers well, separated. Again, I don't have get, the I don't have the financials. They must make money on Memphis games, right? They must make money on well, Memphis games. Well, it's because of the percentage of everything right. they get. Yes. I think that that's why at the end of the year it's a it's a payout because they get concessions and everything. Right. Else they would not. They would not the make money. They get on the hustle. They would lose money on the hustle. Yeah, ain't nobody gonna be down there. They they would lose money on it. You don't, they, get, you don't get parking or concessions. Right. I think. But, would, uh, but franchises do things that lose money oh, sometimes to, t- to turn the door up. Oh, we we know several examples. You have to put some in there. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it would simply. I mean, because you don't. But wanna, that's why I say more concerts and everything because you're gonna have a bunch more dates. Yeah. What it, it, it's a it's but in you the go teens. From, you go from making money to losing money. There's no question. Which is about a it. you know from a business and that, I, I don't know about you. I like to make money more than I like to lose money. So uh, again, you could say as a franchise. We don't care about the money that we make from the Tigers in the grand scheme of things. It's a drop in the bucket, you know. And again, I don't. Well, have I'm not those saying that. I'm saying the the Grizzlies love the Tigers deal. Love. Oh yeah, I mean, because it's right now they know it's 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 one sided right now. Well, it's a one sided deal. I assume. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and they don't have to pay any money. I mean, they, like they don't get the payouts right now. Well, they got a portion of last year because right. they were above they were above six thousand. Yes, that was last year when they had thirteen something thousand announced. They're down to right. eleven something announced right. this year, which would make you believe it's 
proportional that the drop is going to go below 6,000 sure. actual butts and seats. That's a, it's, it's huge. This thing is looming. It's huge, the attendance issue that the Tigers have right now. So when, the deal so when you brought the thing to me about the students, the wristband, all that, my first initial thing was, okay, they're trying to get folks down and just get people here, but it sounds like that's more of a limitation, and we're going to sell those seats if you students aren't in them. Yeah. You know, we're, we we got we to gotta get this full. That's what it sounds like But, I mean, hey, normal people ain't going to that thing either. I mean, you know, I'll probably go to the Houston game as a fan. I, I, I do. Yeah, it. but lower bowl seats, you could sell those. Right in, and I, I assume that the majority of the season tickets they, that they do have sold is much like the Grizzlies. That lower bowl is about full, and so that's the thing is you can open those up and sell them. Yeah, you know that that would be with a student and his guest full. I, I look, I enjoy but that. Going don't, to, that don't fix this bigger issue we're talking about. No. This little student seating. It'll thing. look really full when they're doing the refurb. You know, because they'll have to have part of it probably tarped off. They're going to be doing some serious reno. Yeah, Tigers better hope that that that, that place is so attractive that it's. It just flips, and I, all of a sudden I, we're going. I think there will be there'll, there'll there will be some be, of yeah, that. There, there will be an initial. But how much does that? Yeah. How much does that last? How long does that last you? Yeah. When I'm talking about their. I think their issue is right is even bigger. But than I, that. I don't think people say, "Oh, the FedEx Forum's a dump." I'm staying away. It's just like you know. There's nothing that draws you to it other than the actual team and, 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 and the, it's the like, building itself does not draw you. Yeah, M- Memphis just so rarely plays. If if Memphis the team itself is not enough, they don't play. Programs that will like Tennessee ain't coming, you know, that's off the books. Um, you know, Kentucky ain't coming, Gonzaga ain't coming, Arizona ain't coming. Like the the teams at Georgetown, you know, used to. I don't know why you keep saying them. That thing is dead. I'm just saying they they were the team you always played back it, in the day. It felt like you always had a game with Georgetown. That's on the, that's what I'm trying not to become. <laughs> right. DePaul, Georgetown. Yeah, like it's where you, you've dropped off the map so far. Nobody even. Well, talked, and, and again, I you think feel this, guilty calling Jeff Goodman to cast him to come on. Uh, he won't. He's told me no fifteen different times. He says your team is not relevant. <laughs> That's what he says, man. Well, there's some bulletin board material the rest of the way. That's what he says. So yeah, no, it's like, and 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 to be honest, we're talking about this this sort of structural problem. It is not helped by this this conference realignment because now you're losing look regardless of now you're feeling me yeah like you're losing cincinnati which is still a brand that all these geezers identify with and, and don't call them that we need well, them well you know well, yeah, i know but you know houston gone so now what you think people like you mentioned that tuesday night game against rice yes, oh, sir. My. yes sir. Yeah. excitement level. Let, let there be any precipitation maybe there'll be painting faces down there at the new look forum uh We'll go down and see the Tigers versus Rice. Little, little CJ said, I want to go get my face painted. Nothing I can do about that one. That's just going to be a, you know, my guess, my, my. my and fix concessions, though, when this thing gets renovated, too, since we're throwing all of our concerns in the box. Make it like Atlanta where everything's cheap. I don't understand this. How can we have, how can it be so dang expensive? I have bad news for you. John, in a city that's It's about as to get more expensive. I know. <laughs> that's what I'm scared of. You can't take a family down there and feed them. Better eat before you go in. Well, that's the that's that's any. Yeah, we gonna, we gonna ch- no. It's not everywhere. That's well, I'm what saying I'm telling that's, you. That, that's part of the draw in places like Atlanta is like the concessions are next to nothing. And I realize you know that gets into everything that they're paying for the form, everything else. But you're in a city that can't afford to feed a family of four at the game. Mm-hmm. Most of us. Mm-hmm. 
Bro, don't, uh, most of us like you down there. Oh, help me. I can't that better, feed my I'm, family. I'm, that better be part of the attraction after these renovations. If you want to track me down there, you know, give me a value meal you like know. they got in Atlanta. How? I want a $2. I want free refills on all that uh, popcorn, bottomless. Yeah. Bottomless popcorn. Last thing like they do in Atlanta. Yeah. It's, cra- it's crazy. You know, go, look, go look at their uh, concessions. How, how do you think they're going to pay Parrish's salary over there? The, uh, 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 a, Bud, <laughs> a Bud Light is about <laughs> to be $24. Good. That was a good one. Yeah, it's twenty four dollars minimum, dog. Well, I, pa- they got to recoup it. He's already sucked that up. They're in the luxury tax. Yeah, Parrish put him over, man. He, <laughs> what? He's the third, second richest owner in the NBA behind Ballmer. Yeah. Second? Is it second or third? Yeah. Well, you know the reason why you the reason how you stay rich is by like charging people. You know what I'm saying? Like making sure you have money incoming. Like he's gonna like I. Well, they already doing that on the tickets, and we understand you got a job, but y'all need got something else got to come in to attract me down. You mm, know what I'm saying? Mm. And, and again, make it like those Atlanta concessions. But since we're since we're fixing the problems, Tigers, you go break off, secede, take that Mid South Coliseum back from that soccer team. Going to be gone in five to ten years. Well, look, won't I, really matter to this city look, in any I, kind of. I, I truly do think this is true. It is in the best interest of both major college programs at Memphis to secede from the city. It's a hundred percent true. Like the 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 Simmons Bank is too damn big. For the Tigers football program, it's always been. And then in terms of FedEx Forum, it's the same problem. It's the same problem for both. It's the same problem for both. And I think new stadiums would probably benefit Memphis in a major way, and it would it would feel a lot healthier. It would feel a lot less cataclysmic than it does right now, you know, because I could, I could probably get 30,000 every every Saturday for a Memphis football game, even when they're bad. I can get 11,000, 12,000 maybe if the situations are right. But even if I only get six, it looks fine. It looks fine. You know, now you go to the game and you're just depressed. Like, and it looks like nobody's here. You know, and this team is good. It's a good team. It's on track to make the NCAA tournament. They're not top ten or anything like that. But it's not embarrassing. It's not so much that that is as when you don't have them down there, then you can't get the payout from the Grizzlies afterwards. So it's hurting you financially as well in terms of they're getting everything off of you, the the concession, and that's why they pay you. But when you can't get the payment, yeah, you go control that all yourself. Hell, if you're pulling six, seven, at least it's all yours. Yeah. You're getting the money from that. Yeah. You're not dependent on some payout from the Grizzlies yeah. if it's six, 7000 Well, look, it's I mean. dollars and cents. Yeah. And, 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 and don't make no sense for them to continue to play down there in the long term. Again, I don't have the the financials, so um, I, you know some of this is a little incomplete. Dealing with incomplete the, the, information. The thing is, you used to be unique right. as a college basketball program. Nobody else was doing that other than the Syracuse's and everybody else that has unique situations mm-hmm. in terms of the numbers that you put up in attendance. The fact is, now you're where everybody else is. Most of college basketball. In terms of attendance and everything else. Oh, by the way, too, yeah, you got a pretty good NBA team in town. And so, and and listen, with the weight coming out of COVID, hell, we can see everything now. What are we talking about here? And so times have changed. Mm-hmm. And that's why ultimately they need to go in two different directions. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, that's uh, that's the latest. Memphis is trying to do some things, trying to, you know, get creative to, uh, I, I don't know, make, the, make it look better or what have you. Memphis did add in a later tweet – this morning that sections 117 and maybe another one are still you can still do for guests so it's all very confusing to me um i was gonna say pushing any guests up high and they, i mean they, some guests are upstairs i mean and they, they that is a section that is reserved for guests so um i don't know man i don't understand just doing the best i can they're trying to sell those other students 
seats for to who? as much dollars as to they who? can. For those that, those that will buy them, them when they open them up. Because, again, like I told you, most of the season ticket holders have those lower bowl ones held up. I don't like sitting in the – I don't, like, it shows you I don't how, even it, like sitting in those What it seats. shows you is how desperate the situation is, John. That's what this is an indication well, of. Well, look, those are – That even something that as small as this, they think can make a difference for them. For, or even knowing the little bit of difference it makes, they need it. They're that desperate. That's for, what – to me, that's what it signals. For a basketball game, to me, that's like some of the worst seats in the house. Like, I, I try to never sit behind the goal. I don't get. If I'd rather be behind the goal than up in the freaking. Well, of course, if we're just upper level, those. that's all we're talking but if about. I'm, here. If I'm buying tickets, I'm gonna do it. You know, at, at the you know mid court, you know on the on the I guess I don't, horizontally. I'm trying to get the horizontal. Now you started the day wanting to solve the student section issue. It's been your mission in life for over a decade or more. At least twelve. But four, now, to twelve years. Now that mission's matured and grown up. And it feels like you're on the page with me yes. that we need to go even bigger than the student section. Well, Fix the whole damn thing. Get out of there. Well, yeah. Again, that, now I got it. I go back to the, my my, my perspective changed completely when I was there for what felt like two of the greatest atmospheres, you know, that I've been that I've seen in a long time. You tell me there's only four thousand people there. I mean, or whatever it is. From, it was yeah. It was eight or nine for your Alabama and Houston. It had to be because okay. it felt like. It felt like at least 12, 13. It, it was so 10. loud in Crazy. there. You know, I brought my kid to the Houston game. It was so loud, you know, that she, you know, she was, she, was, she wasn't loving it. So I was like, man, this is like Memphis. Welcome to Memphis, sweetheart. This is what we do. We love college basketball here. I wish and, you'd been in the Coliseum and see how loud that thing got. Yeah. Because it was the way it was Small reverberated and, yeah. off of the acoustics of that place. Yeah, sadly, it, it feels like those days are gone. It feels like those days are gone for Memphis. And um, Well, let's campaign to get them back. We just did for like 45 minutes. Okay, yeah, we did go on about we, that. We just one. did for 45 well, minutes. Well, real quick, I want to talk about another game tonight. And we'll, and, I don't think it got anywhere, though. Next story. You never know, man. We may have planted the seed in the, in the, in the heads of some of these movers and shakers, John. Yeah. A big one in the SEC tonight. John touched on it. Balls uh, have the number one team in the country coming into Thompson Bowling. Alabama is unblemished in SEC play. And it sounds like from listening to my man John Martin and Mark Giannato, they think Tennessee's going to pull it off tonight. What are they, three-and-a-half-point favorites? It is a little bit of a stinky line considering that Tennessee has lost three of four. Uh, two of those losses were to Missouri and Vandy. Now, on last-second shots and everything else, but they have not been good since beating Texas and moving up to number two in the AP poll. Again, one and three. That also lo- included a, a road loss to Florida. And listen, it's not just, it's not just Alabama tonight. They then got road games at a desperate Kentucky Saturday and then Texas A&M next Tuesday, a Texas A&M team that's only got two SEC losses. So um, Tennessee better get it corrected and get it going tonight. I will say this. I don't know that enough people talk about how good Alabama is defensively. Like, I, I realize offensively, yeah, they shoot a bunch of threes and they're young, and we make that case that you you take that into Thompson Bowling and Tennessee's playing well, pretty easy to defeat, especially if they're not hitting their shots. But they are number five in the country defensively. And no one outside of, what, Oklahoma here, not, well, no one of late has been able to get over 70 on them. Uh, that's the thing is what last three opponents they've held to 69. Yeah, Oklahoma beat them 93-69, but you got to go all the way back, I think it is, to Memphis, Yeah, uh, the last team that put over 70 on them. They're, like we've said, unblemished in the SEC. They may go in there and roll that, ten, that Tennessee team tonight. That likely won't roll, but I'm telling you right now, based on the way that Tennessee team can struggle for long stretches offensively against a Bama team that's number five in the country defensively, this, this don't necessarily have to be so stanky. Yeah, look, I mean, I think they're a different team at home. Um, I think Alabama is 
vastly overrated. Vastly. Tennessee I mean, is a different team at home, just lost to like Missouri. At yeah, home. they did. They did. They okay. did. Okay. But they also beat Texas at home. Weren't they down in that Missouri game, too? Oh, they came all the way back. Yeah. They were I down don't. like 13 at the I'm, half. I'm looking at BetQL on this game tonight. This they have Tennessee as a four star bet to pick Tennessee minus three. Yeah, the the and the sharp money is on Tennessee for sure. There's some injury worries. Uh, sounds like uh, Josiah Jordan James is going to be out, but I do I am hearing that Julian Phillips is going to give it a go, as they say. So, mm. you know, look, there's only one way for me to play this. It's going to be uh, Tennessee. Now, I hate betting college basketball. It's the bane of my existence. Uh, it's it, it, for a number of reasons. One, most coaches are are bad. Most college basketball coaches are just bad coaches. There's just no way around it. Like, they don't know how to manage games. They don't know how to use their timeouts properly. They do stupid stuff at the end of the games. And part of that's, like, 18- and 22-year-old kids as well. But I hate betting college basketball. And, like, look, it's all about who makes the three. Alabama makes the three. They win this game. Tennessee defends the three well. They win this game. It's that simple. It's all, it all comes down to that. That's the only thing that matters in these games anymore. Who makes the three-point shot? I mean, it's just that simple. Um... So yeah, the only way for me to play this is Tennessee by low spot. They're at the home. At, they're at the crib. They need this one really p- badly. You know, they need this one. But th- you know, this is the this is a Tennessee team that did beat Texas, as you mentioned, what a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. Texas, as we know, last month, yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah, very very good team. Very very good team. Um, yeah, it, it feels like a bet to me. Uh, Alabama I, hadn't lost in the SEC all year. Tennessee gonna be the one to do it. I mean, I'm, I think that the 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 money is telling you a story here that it, I know. they are. Yes. Money's not always right. Tennessee's winning. I don't know if they're covering three. They're winning the game. That's what I feel comfortable. I, I Tennessee, feel, loser of three or four, couldn't beat Missouri at home. This is, this is going to beat the number one team in the country. This is why sports betting is Tonight hard. Thompson Bowling. Because it makes no sense. It makes no sense that Tennessee's going to win this game tonight, but they are. You know, I can't explain it. I don't know. Because like, Alabama, you know, as we mentioned, they're playing much better. Tennessee's lost some bad, dreadful teams in the SEC. They can't score. They got injury problems. They're gonna win. They're gonna win. It's just it's, it's, it's the way it goes. We're gonna see. <clears throat> you know, it's just like it's just like to me. You go back to you know last couple games in the NFL, right? Last couple weekends in the NFL. Nobody believed the Chiefs were gonna beat the Bengals. Mahomes on that foot, that ankle. Uh, Joe Burrow's hottest hottest quarterback in the NFL. They they lose the game. Chiefs move on. Same thing in the Super Bowl, right? Philadelphia best best uh, best defensive line in the whole damn league. Seventy plus sacks. All season long, they they have none, none in the Super Bowl, not one. Mm-hmm. Mahomes re-enters his ankle again, and he still wins. Mm-hmm. It, it makes no sense. Tennessee winning this game makes no sense other than the fact they're at home. But the form has been so poor that if I'm like just a casual person looking, at it, I'm like, why in the hell would I not take Alabama plus three and a half? They're the number one team in the country. I don't care. I don't care where they are, you know. But here's what we know about Alabama. Kind of young, and they're very reliant on that damn three. And if that three is not falling, how do they score? Yeah. You know? They've lost Connecticut and Gonzaga and Oklahoma. Right. That's it. Right. Now, Oklahoma beat the and crap t- out of them. And you telling me Tennessee. And that was at Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma team that scored 93. Tennessee can't score 93. Tennessee cannot score 93. So it's, it's going to be a rock fight. Yeah. And that's that's the way your Tennessee team wins. Still three, look, though? Three? Look, I get it. I understand one or two, a little close game like you've had. Yeah. Three? We're going to be coming in tomorrow, and we're going to say Tennessee did it. And we're going to say, well, how the well, hell did that you, happen? You'll be starting to show with that you were right. No, it's not so, me. It has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with, you know, when it, when, when it stinks and when it smells like fish. Remember that day in Memphis where it smelled like fish in Midtown? 
No, I don't remember that day. It, was, it, it always was, smells like that. But it was like something had, around Frazier like, like something had happened that day oh, where like uh, I don't know I think if there was a like, Wolf River or something. Yeah, it's like there was a fishy smell. And sometimes when you when you go out and you smell that, you kind of have to go toward it because it there could be a pot of gold waiting for you at the root of the smell of the odor. You know, <laughs> I think that's what it is to <laughs> for Tennessee. So. It's desperation time. Maybe they will, they're, maybe they're due, as, as you all are saying. Yeah. Um. It is wild, these lines makers, John. To your point, yesterday, Kansas State's ranked and rolling. Oklahoma, dead last in the, uh, in the Big 12, goes into Kansas State. And they were favored by one, by the way. So yeah. the lines people knew it going into this game. It was at yeah. home. Yeah. And Oklahoma won the game, going away. Second straight loss for Kansas State. Yeah. Right? That made no sense. No sense. You're like, hey. They're not losing two in a row. Gabe and I were talking about yesterday afternoon. I'm like, hold up, Oklahoma minus one tonight, you know? And sure enough, right. they pulled it out, like blew them out. Yeah. Oklahoma, got, oh. Let me tell you, y'all got NATO messed up. So you you think Alabama's going into Knoxville tonight and he's winning? You think we're just up at number one just for a little short little stay here? I do. No, bro. bro. We didn't come this far in the SEC 12-0 and unblemished to lose at Thompson Bowling to these bums can't score. It's hard to win on the road in college basketball. It's very hard. Especially in conference, that's why what Tennessee did the other night against Missouri is ridiculous. They let Missouri come in there. Don't let the threes be dropping. We're gonna run the balls off the floor. They are struggling right now, uh, and I, y'all think they're gonna get it all back tonight? This could be fun tomorrow. Yeah, it'll be fun. It's it's it, it, it now we've. I mean, again, now we've got a reason to care about it because well, I'll be watching close. You you were you were representing you, and, and this is just the truth. I, number one team in the country, and I'm catching points. The uh, you are representing the squares. Right, it, with yeah, this, yeah with that's the, what y'all tell me all the time. I love sitting in this square seat. You're like a you're like the next spy balloon shape. We are gonna have to shoot yeah. down. We've got we've already got the circle. We've already got There's the Jason cylinder. walking in tomorrow. That's what he will. And we have Drew Hill. Me on. and Drew. Yeah, we got Drew Hill at 125. Yeah. So we'll ask him how he's feeling. But I have a feeling that the F22 is gonna shoot that square right down. Isn't Drew always <laughs> the same with the with the tail? You like, I don't know. Yeah. On them. Yeah. But with the Grizzlies, they're going the championship. Yeah, Drew went up to let it fly to watch him uh, watch Bama get their ass beat by Oklahoma that Saturday. Oh yeah. You know? Uh so well, f- I mean, he typically well, they've been good since then. They have. They have been good. Um, but it'll be a, it'll be a fun game. It's a it's a high level basketball. Let's game. see you win, Rick Barnes. Yeah. And then if they win, everybody's gonna be back on them. So I would say this: if you like Tennessee in the NCAA tournament, today is gonna be your last chance to bet them at a, at this price. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.